Speaking for Pastor Henry Horner and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We move on today to the opening 10 verses of Matthew chapter 27. This chapter brings us to the central fact of the gospel message, the crucifixion of Christ. The chapter begins with the morning after Jesus had been arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane, after he had been brought before Caiaphas and the Sanhedrin, after false witnesses had testified against him, after he had been beaten and ridiculed, and after Peter had denied him. Now, here are the opening ten verses of chapter 27, and Matthew writes, When it was morning, the chief priests and Jewish leaders met again to discuss how to induce the Roman government to sentence Jesus to death. Then they sent him in chains to Pilate, the Roman governor. About that time, Judas, who betrayed him, when he saw that Jesus had been condemned to die, changed his mind and deeply regretted what he had done, and brought back the money to the chief priests and other Jewish leaders. I have sinned, he declared, for I have betrayed an innocent man. That's your problem, they retorted. Then he threw the money onto the floor of the temple and went out and hanged himself. The chief priest picked the money up. We can't put it into the collection, they said, since it's against our laws to accept money paid for murder. They talked it over and finally decided to buy a certain field where the clay was used by potters and to make it into a cemetery for foreigners who died in Jerusalem. That is why the cemetery is still called the Field of Blood. This fulfilled the prophecy of Jeremiah, which says, They took the thirty pieces of silver, the price of which he was valued by the people of Israel, and purchased a field from the potters, as the Lord directed me. This is my Father's word, and to my listening
Today we will focus on the death of Judas as recorded here in Matthew and as well as Dr. Luke's account recorded in Acts chapter 1. Now here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. It is now Friday morning of the sixth day of Jesus' last week on earth. It's been an eventful night. The Last Supper, Peter's denial, Gethsemane, Jesus' arrest, and his night trials all took place this night. It's early morning now, and a formal charge must be laid against him. Capital trials had to be held during the daytime, so the trials held at night were legally invalid. So now a meeting of the chief priests and elders of the people gathered to reaffirm their decision and to formulate a charge that would call for the death penalty. Matthew records it this way, he writes, Early in the morning, all the chief priests and elders of the people came to the decision to put Jesus to death. They bound him, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate, the governor, Matthew 27, 1 and 2. The Jewish court didn't have the authority to execute anyone. When Pilate later said to them, take him yourselves and judge him by your own law, the Jews objected because, they said, we have no right to execute anyone. That decision had to be made by Rome's representative. Pilate was the governor or procurator of Judea. He had been appointed to this post by Tiberius Caesar in A.D. 26, and he retained that post for ten years. He resided in Caesarea by the sea, but for these festival days he was in Jerusalem. Before Matthew goes on to tell the story of the trial, he focuses for a moment on Judas, and I'll do the same. And I'll come back to the trial tomorrow. Matthew writes, When Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was seized with remorse and returned the thirty silver coins to the chief priests and elders. I have sinned, he said, for I have betrayed innocent blood. What is that to us, they replied, that's your responsibility. So Judas threw the money into the temple and left. Then he went away and hanged himself. The chief priests picked up the coins and said, It is against the law to put this into the treasury, since it is blood money. So they decided to use the money to buy the potter's field as a burial place for foreigners. That is why it has been called the field of blood to this day. Then what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet was fulfilled. They took the thirty silver coins, the price set on him by the people of Israel, and they used them to buy the potter's field as the Lord commanded me. That's Matthew 27, 3 through 10. Perhaps Judas had not anticipated that things would go this far and that Jesus would actually be crucified. When he saw what was happening, he was filled with remorse. The thirty silver coins which he had been given to witness against Jesus were a constant reminder of his betrayal. He admitted his sin to the Jewish court, admitting that he had betrayed innocent blood. He was telling this court that he had witnessed against an innocent man. Jesus was not 
guilty. In effect, the court said, that's your problem. It has nothing to do with us. The fact that they were condemning innocent blood didn't seem to matter. The court refused to take back the silver coin and thereby alleviate Judah's conscience. The act had been committed and it had been paid for. Now, what to do with the money? Actually, in order to get a fuller picture, we should read Dr. Luke's comments in the book of the Acts of the Apostles, in chapter 1, 18-19. He writes these words about Judas. With the reward he got for his wickedness, Judas bought a field. There he fell headlong, his body burst open, and all his intestines spilled out. Everyone in Jerusalem heard about this, so they called that field in their language Akaldema, that is, field of blood. To put these two accounts together, apparently Judas threw the money down and the chief priests picked it up. So Judas was rid of it. But what should the religious leaders do with it? Since blood money, that is money connected with a capital crime, could not be used for temple purposes, they evidently bought a burial plot for foreigners with it. It is believed that the plot was situated in the Hinnom Valley, near where it meets the Kidron Valley. So there was a social need here, and Judas' money could be used for this purpose. Since it was Judas' money, the leaders bought the plot in his name. So it could be said that he bought it. Ironically, Judas hanged himself in this field. Whether he was aware of it or not isn't known. This same field had been called the potter's field. Perhaps the potters of Jerusalem got their clay from here. Since Judas died here, it became known as the field of blood. While there are some problems harmonizing Matthew's account regarding Judas with Luke's account in Acts, the difficulties arise not because one or the other contain mistakes or contradictions, but because we don't have all the facts. I do not believe that there are errors in the Word of God as it was originally given to the prophets and inspired writers. The difficulty is with our knowledge. We don't have all the facts. I believe the Matthew account and this Acts account can be rationally harmonized, as I have attempted to do. While we don't have all the facts, we can still believe his word and proclaim it to our world. Jesus said that if we hold our peace, then will the very rocks cry out. Rise 
of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.